Good Days with Candice. Joined by the incredible Tony Jones, who is life coach turned affirmation musician. And are you in California at the moment, Tony? I'm in California. Awesome. Yeah, it's such a pleasure to have you here. And I wanted to chat Thank you. with you because I, I'm such a big fan of your music and it's something that I have playing in the house all the time while I'm working. It's so positive and motivational and I'm, I'm just curious, what got you into this? I know that you were doing life coaching for many years and then you've turned into a music artist. Mm-hmm. What was that transition for yeah. you? Uh, the transition was, you know, <clears throat> um, I started my wellness business while I was working in education full time. So I was a part time entrepreneur, um, but it took up a lot of time. If you know anything about entrepreneurship, whether it's part time or full time, it, it takes over. Right. And so because you're building a business. And so after six, seven, six years of life coaching, I just got to a point of um I was on the I was on the breaking line of burning out. And I think it was like in 2018 was when I was just like, like God, you gotta give me something to um help women realize that they can practice well-being and healing um without the consciousness or belief or idea that it compromises their hustle or their grind or productivity. And so um because after years of trying to spearhead or champion that message of self-love self-care it just became it was wearing me out because it was very countercultural at the time you know 2013 2014 2015 no one was talking about mental health Mm. self-care self-love it was like different pockets of different people becoming more aware of it but ultimately it led me to a place where I was just like okay now I'm burning myself out trying to spearhead a message of putting yourself first. So I'll say in 2018, that's when I was like, God, you got to give me something to help women believe that they can practice well-being and be productive and tend to their high active lives. And that's through meditation and prayer. I got the idea of affirmation music. And when I Google affirmation music, there was no genre. There was nothing like it. So the artist that I was finding that did something similar it just the beats the production it just wasn't hitting the way that mm-hmm. I would want to hear affirmation music it was like I want I wanted to have the power and powerfulness of intentional conscious music but I still want to have the enjoyment and entertainment factor in the the mood feeling factor that some of my favorite popular music gives. And so I wanted to merge the two. And so I created affirmation music. I went to California for a month, wrote affirmations for the grown ass woman, came back to Detroit and got in the studio. And that's when it just kind of began. And I really just wanted to have a tool for my clients. And so I can like, you know, don't do all the, the, the labor for my clients. So after that it was just like it kind of snowballed you know and so I think last year yeah 2021 was my first full year of being a full-time musician and so you know as soon as I released affirmations for the grown-ass woman there's they it was like a career got a heartbeat like it was not I won't even say a career but it was a space that opened up that everybody was like a lot of people were just like what the heck is this 
that is hitting us at the very core. So that's kind of like the brainchild timeline of how I got into this. Yeah, amazing. And I find your music addictive. And I actually found you through listening to a random playlist on Spotify. And there was something in your music that when it came on, it it stopped me. It actually stopped me and it made me want to listen to the words. They're they're powerful. So did you have, so this idea came to you through a process of like meditation. Did you have an experience using affirmations yourself before you jumped into this work? You know what's so crazy, Candice? My grandmother (laughs) just recently gave me these cards I made her, these affirmations cards that I made her. They were blue and they were laminated. I don't know how old I was when I made them, but she just gave them to me like a month ago. She was like, look, this is what you did years ago for my birthday. And I was just like, wow. So there's these breadcrumbs of like me using affirmations. But um, if I was to recall one scenario that really, and it wasn't even about like, oh, I'm going to see if affirmations works. It was like, I need to talk to myself better. It wasn't even about, in my mind, it wasn't like, I'm going to use affirmations. It was like, I have to talk to myself better. Mm. So I found different leaders like Abraham Hicks, um, uh, Chanel Cooper Sykes, that Les Brown, that Lisa Nichols that were kind of in that conversation. And these are, some of these people are people that look like me because I wasn't, I didn't hear a lot of African-American women leading conscious besides Oprah, you know? And so um, one in particular time was when I was on the hunt. I was searching for thought leaders to help me in my practice and in my path. And when I came across a couple of them, I just started saying these affirmations over and over again when I was at like a job where I was not treated you know, like a person, you know, I, it was things that people would say to me. It was just crazy working in at that, at that job. It was at a school. And I started saying these affirmations every day. I started dressing different. I started making sure that I was kept because I was, I remember my intention was take my life to the next level. I had just exited out of a relationship, um, ended a divorce, like it was a lot of stuff, ended my career in fashion in New York, moved back home, contemplating getting my degree um, in psychology. It was just a lot of like, I was at a crossroad and these affirmations helped me get into that vibe of like, okay, I may not be able to pay all my bills, but I'm able to put, get my hair, do my own hair, do my own nails, keep myself together. You know what I'm saying? So there, there were these moments in my life where affirmations was there without me even realizing, oh, it's the power of affirmations, you know? So those, those, those are the, those, that moment is one that I, I definitely recall because that moment was a crossroad and I, I just accelerated after that. And you're all about women's empowerment, which I absolutely love. Would you say that a piece for for any women that are looking to move towards, you know, more self-confidence and self-love is the self-talk? Yes. I mean, when you think about marriage, when you think about business, when you think about intimacy and dating, you know, one of the things that 
increase the probability of it being healthier and better is communication. Mm-hmm. And when your communication is off, you leave space for all type of different, you know, threats and you know what I'm saying? And just different ambiguity, just a lot of confusion. And so when it comes to this whole movement era where women in particular, but people in general are moving towards having an intimate committed relationship with the self, it has to include communication. It has to include self-talk. There's no way for you to have a loving, healthy relationship if you're not talking to yourself in a healthier, loving way. So Mm -hmm. I would definitely say that is like, a key component to your relationship with yourself, with your confidence and so on and so on. It's your self-talk. Yeah. And you've mentioned things about um, workaholism. I think that's the word. (laughs) So uh, I guess like addicted to career. What advice would you give to women that are trying to literally do it all? So have the career, maybe, you know, have the great relationship, being a parent as well for those that, have had kids yes uh, okay thank you, how do you for asking that all? Uh, how do how do I balance it all how do women balance it all how do people balance it all I I try to okay this is what I'm going to say and I have to do this the way that I'm about to do it because it helps demystify balance and demystify flow Okay, we have to first understand what we are. We are vibrational beings that can be programmed. We, we have a brain that operates, well, computers are replicas of the way that our brain works. Technology are replicas of the way that our body and brain work. So we have to understand our brain is not just a brain. Our emotions are just not emotions. Our thoughts are not just thoughts. Our gut, our heart, they're not just these physical organs. They are a physical technology of energy, of vibration, of frequency. Mm-hmm. And so all of that can be programmed by the way that you eat, the lifestyle, what you keep on repeat. And I listen to my hip hop rap. I watch what I watch, but my diet is 95% all positive content. You know what I'm saying? I'm Netflix and chill. Why am I saying this? Because if we understand we are programmable beings, we understand what type of systems and practices are being used without our knowledge and consciousness that are programming us. Case in point, case in point, we are, and this is no shame, this is no judgment, this is no criticism to education, educators, or the school system. We go into school at a very early age, okay? We stay in this place majority of the day, majority of our year, majority of our lives, okay? And so by the time we enter into adulthood, we're out of our nest of our families. You know what I'm saying? So, and when we're going through these, yes. And when we're in this bulk of education, we're being indoctrinated that our worth, identity, value, and existence is defined by our labor and productivity. Mm-hmm. So your whole consciousness is shaped by defining yourself as work. So marriage becomes work. Sex becomes work. Your passion and dreams become work. Parenting become work. Dating, uh, your, mm-hmm. your relationship with your body and health become work. 
Nothing is about pleasure and living and life. And you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. we've been indoctrinated to define and perceive ourselves as workers and laborers. So pleasure and living and embodiment of gratitude and feeling alive, it's just like a vacation or something we press a button on on the weekend. You know what I'm saying? So I always want to allow I always want to educate and make that point with women and with people that we have to understand what we are. We are vibrational beings. We are programmable beings. We have been programmed on the vibrational, psychological, and multiple levels that we are only workers, that our worth is defined by productivity and labor. Now we have this new thought that we are bigger than that. Mm. And we are not defined by this productivity. So in order for us to even embrace a lifestyle of balance, of harmony, of prioritizing in graceful ways and having a good relationship with our work ethic, productivity and well-being, we have to first re-educate ourselves, mm. give ourselves new knowledge, new practices. It's not about shaming the old conditioning. It's about forgiving society forgiving life, forgiving all that indoctrinated condition us and let it go and start to create, get into your creativity, your, divi your divine nature to create and innovate and think of new ways. Imagine yourself being able to handle the kids, the entrepreneurship. What does it feel like? Do you feel resistance? I'm being long-winded on this um, because there's a purpose behind that. Because the first point was knowing what you are, knowing how your design is. Yeah. Once you become aware of that, now it's a new, it's like, no, I don't want that for me anymore. Now the new thought is I'm safe, I'm secure, I forgive society, I'm creating a new way to navigate a balanced lifestyle, a harmonious way of being with all the things that I'm obligated to, responsible to, you know, and so on. So now you have this new thought. Now to support that new thought, that new intention, there are practices and habits that you in, in, that you enroll yourself into, that you opt into. And here's the key. They have to be emotionally backed up. Mm. You cannot approach your healing and your creativity as work again. If it does not feel good, do not do it. Period. Yeah. It has to have that emotional backed up of feeling like, I want to do this. This feels good. This is nourishing to me. This practice doesn't feel nourishing to me. So how can I cause it to be nourishing? How can I cause it to feel good? You know what I'm saying? So I said a lot, but I wanted to make a case in point with people understanding that balance, harmony, flow is possible, but there's some practical understanding that we have to have at the foundation to create a sustainable life that is well and balanced. Yeah, absolutely. I'm so glad that you shared all that because at the end of the day, it's, it's really simple. It is knowing that, that there's a program running in there and it can be transformed. It can be transformed. Yes. It just takes some consistent effort. Mm -hmm. there's a, and if, um, if your audience wants a real, like, you know, it may sound good and it may resonate with them, but there's um, HeartMath Institute is a great organization yeah. that provides a lot of information and data about 
what your design is and the science and data. Cause some people are on, on the logical side of things like, mm. oh, that sounds hippie or whatever. Yeah. And then um, uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza is a great thought leader, neuroscience leader to help people understand how their design is set up. So I just wanted to give those practical resources for people to explore more about their design. Amazing. Thank you. I'm so glad that you have. What, what was the best piece of advice you've ever given or been given or some life lesson? Have you, have you got something that's happened to you that was a key turning point for you? Hmm. You know, I, I can think about a lot of stuff. Like if I think about a lot of stuff, like what was a key turning point? Um, for my life three years ago, five years ago, but I found it to be true for me to, to share a key turning point for my life. That's, that's happening currently, like mm-hmm. right now, like what's happening right now. Cause I haven't arrived to this utopia state of healing, right? I'm still in my journey. I'm still in my path and process. So I would have to say, someone told me, um, recently to enjoy the trip Mm. and it's a 90 year old woman and she told me to enjoy the trip and the way she looked at me when she said it because she was talking in particular to a situation that I'm navigating right now and she was just like enjoy the trip revisit the conversation when you get back home and you're done traveling you know yeah. And but when she said it, it was like you're she was just like, you're a baby. Enjoy this trip, you know. And so I think that piece of advice calmed my nervous system to always try and strategize um, how I can maintain control and have clarity on what is happening in my life, you know. And so for me, <clears throat> so for me, enjoy the trip was stay present. Mm. Don't get over, don't overcomplicate things by being in your head. Drop into your body, get present with the moment and make that the practice. Yeah. Deep breathe and look at the moment and, and just look at the affirmation in front of you. The affirmation is I'm safe. You know, I'm not in the middle of harm. You know, I'm healthy. I have my sight. You know what I'm saying? So I think that just her just saying, you know, elders are phenomenal beings because they can say the most simple things, but the way it lands as though you read a whole ancient (laughs) ancient scriptural (laughs) book from, you know, thousands of thousands of years ago. And I'm like, enjoy the trip. Yes, that's exactly what I'm about to do. Makes so much sense. Yeah. And I know it's your music. You've got some awesome songs like Energy Budget, Work Ethic, Yay Coins. I love them. I love them all. Do you have a favorite from your a own? A favorite? Music? Yeah. From my own albums. Hmm. That's hard. Yeah, I know. It's I would have to say. <laughs> okay, so here's the thing. One of my favorite. What is not on, it's on one of my projects, but not on my album. It's on YouTube. And I have a album, a mixtape 
called the Mental Health Mixtape on YouTube. I released it on YouTube and I remix different artists' beats with affirmations instead of their lyrics. And so one of, yes, on YouTube, it's called the Mental Health Mixtape, Get Your Mind Right. And one of the songs on there is I Got This. Yeah. And I think that was, because that was, that album, it, it put me in a pocket to play with what I can do with my voice. Yeah. That's how I, that's how um, the me versus every me affirmations of self-love came about by me playing with being an artist with my voice. So I would have to say the song, I got this from the Get Your Mind Right mixtape on YouTube, that for sure. If I was to pick my favorite out of all my favorites. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and just before we go, what's your mission moving forward? What are your plans? Oh, you know, my mission and quest is just enjoy my life. Mm. Have as much fun as possible, you know, because that is the nucleus of everything that I create. That is a nucleus. That's the beginning state of everything that um, where everything comes from, you know, in my life. So whether it's music, whether it's experience, whether it's space, whether it's membership, like none of that works if I'm not enjoying it. So my mission and quest is to enjoy my life and create more music, create intentional conscious experiences that that integrate people's presence into their body, mind, and soul. Mm. You know, I want to definitely create more experience, more lifestyle products to, um, you know, make affirmations more of a, a lifestyle being. Yeah. Not necessarily just a practice to retreat to, to just always save the day. It's like, how do you stay in a sustained state of harmony with yourself? Um, and I think it's, you know, one of the point of entries is affirmations and healing. But uh, particularly, I want to create products that help the affirmation lifestyle more applicable and more possible in people's mindset. So yeah amazing was there anything else you wanted to share with Australia before you head off yeah oh I just I just want to encourage everybody to have fun you know have fun and and it's not about you know just f everything in life and be in denial of reality it's just about tapping into your divine nature of being a creative Mm -hmm. we are all creative beings you know, and you can create the life that you want, you know, but you have to be on that vibration of what you're creating. If you want to create more abundance in your life, how can you activate abundance in your present moment? Where do you see abundance in your life right now? Mm -hmm. Focus on that, you know, and so, and if you can do any of the spiritual practices, if you're in a time of your life or a season or moment in your life where you just feeling like I'm not into and this healing is taking me under, you know, <laughs> or life is taking me under, figure out what is bringing you joy. Figure out what is fun for you right now. What moves you closer to that state? Because fun, play and pleasure is a cheat code. OK, because as soon as you're in fun. As soon as you're in pleasure and as soon as you are in play, you are immediately, immediately in that state of feeling good. Yeah. Immediately in your joy. You don't have to work for it. You don't have to heal for it. You're in it, in the present moment of enjoying your life. And that is a vibration where you magnetize everything 
that feels just like that vibration of having fun, play and pleasure. So that's what I want to leave you, leave Australia with. Just always be aware of what's fun and what's playful and what brings you pleasure. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Well, I'm going to keep spreading your music around down under here. Thank you. Greeting fans to you, Tony. (laughs) Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, Thanks for joining me. (laughs) Okay. Peace. Peace.